Recording in progress. Today for the Power of Pro- Start again. For the Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Vicki Chastang and Melissa Finch. And we're going to talk today first about the types of prayers that we offer when we're talking to God, that there are prayers that we just offer extemporaneously. And then there are prayers that have already been written down by someone and still the spirit moves through them. So we want to start there. And I think through our conversation, we'll get to a prayer that's in the Book of Common Prayer that we use in the Episcopal Church and just talk about ways that that particular prayer can speak to us. Uh, So if we start from the vantage point of extemporaneous prayers, just speaking as the Lord leads us and how we we feel God's presence, um, that is beautiful. And we know that's kind of in the moment that we're trying to speak to that Mm -hmm. and and speak what God is saying. But then if we have a a preset prayer, um, what, what can we say to give value to that for those that don't practice that type of tradition? For someone, maybe they've grown up in non-denominational church or um, just not churched at all, but come in and, and in the Episcopal Church, we have this Book of Common Prayer with all these prayers that have already been voiced year after year. How do we help encourage someone thinking about that? Or it, and it doesn't have to be the Book of Common Prayer even. There might be some other preset prayer that you want to, to speak about. What are your thoughts? Go ahead. Well, I, every morning, I start out with um, Jesus Calling, which is a devotional. Mm -hmm. And um, I find Mm -hmm. that that kind of helps me, you know, kind of get in tune to the Holy Spirit. And then it's got a couple of um, scriptures, usually two or three scriptures in there. And then I meditate on those before I get into um, my Bible study Mm -hmm. that I do. So I find that really kind of helps me sort of set the tone and trying to, you know, feel the presence of the Lord and really trying to listen to what the Spirit is trying to share with me mm-hmm. in that moment. And so those are prayers that have been written by Sarah Young. Yes, right? Sarah Young. Thank you. I was just kidding. That's okay. <laughs> but they still speak. No matter whatever inspired her initially to write those, that people pick them up at different points in their spiritual journey and it speaks to them in some way. Yes, and it's it's um, it's funny how the Holy Spirit works because there are even I've had this devotional for years, probably um, since like twenty sixteen. But I find that you know every day, you know there is something that in the way that the prayer is written that really does speak to me. Uh, sometimes it's really uncanny how it's just mm-hmm. like literally exactly what's going on you know in my life at that time so it's that always just amazes me you know Mm -hmm. how the holy spirit works Mm -hmm. and those are moments that we then want to really capture and realize that's a word that god is saying to you in that moment in that day yes and Mm -hmm. to then say god does know me god is very intimately connected with me God sees me. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we we want to really savor those moments and and not just think, oh, well, that that was weird, (laughs) (laughs) which could be someone's response to it, but Mm -hmm. really identify, no, that's God God being close to you. Yes. And and I need to do a better job of actually journaling that when I have those, like, aha moments, those downloads from Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, because most of the time I'm just like, wow, you know, and I just taking it in, but I I need to do a better job of journaling those those moments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I used to, um, when I would be doing my morning devotions, I'd be reading my Bible, and when a particular scripture would jump out at me like that, and an aha moment, I'd put the date, 
and I would years later I mean I should have done a better job of journaling as as you said because I put the date and uh, then I go back you know a period of time later read the same scripture and I'd see the date there and I would think gee I wonder what was going on that day that that particularly mm-hmm. spoke to me mm-hmm. but in Many times I'd go back and it would mean some, I would remember what it spoke, but then this time it resonated differently, you know, from different circumstances. But mm-hmm. you're right about um, being able to read something like that. It it um, is very helpful too. I think to bring reading a scripted prayer like this um, helps to bring you into focus. And for me, it sort of opens my thoughts and my spirit up in a different way than maybe I was originally going. It sheds a different light on it mm-hmm. or a different focus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's very helpful. And I know, Vicki, you have shared before that um, there, through the healing ministry that you've been part of, that there have been prayers, people that you've met along the way that have felt God gave them a particular prayer at a particular time, and then it has really ministered to people, whether it's the forgiveness prayer by Charles Martin Right. Or, or some other prayer. So what would, could you share with our listeners along those lines? We have um, several prayers that we use at Christian Healing Ministries in, in praying for people about specific things. Um, one would be our Mother, Father Blessing that we do. And um, there's a teaching on that. There's, there's something that has been written and is shared with individuals. But then when we actually come to the prayer time, we're listening to the Holy Spirit on how to pray for this individual and actually bless them as if we were their mother or their father. We know that we're not, and we can't. We're just sort of doing it. Some people would call it in proxy. But we're just speaking to them and blessing them and speaking to their identity, calling forth who God destined them to be and um, encouraging them in their life's walk. And we have several others um, that we use. The prayer ministers actually have a handbook of different things. There's one for awakening a slumbering spirit and, uh, you know, several other topics that um, we have these written prayers. And they're very, very helpful because even though we're listening to the Holy Spirit when we're praying, sometimes these are just, um, just, there's more in it that we may perhaps overlook, and these have been written by Francis McNutt or by Judith or by other prayer ministers. One of the prayer ministers up there actually published a book, The Sword and the Spirit, which is a collection of prayers based on scripture. And unfortunately, um, very difficult to grab a copy of. (laughs) It was a paperback copy and that's now costs about $30, $40. So if you can get one, it's a collector's item, okay. but it's it's very, very good. And also Prayers That Avail Much by Jermaine Copeland is another one that has great prayers um, that have been written. Mm-hmm. And you now you can, uh, I've used hers for years and would be praying maybe for my children. And I could find a prayer in there specifically to pray for children and I would find that it covered it far better than my <laughs> my little individual prayers were or wherever I was at that particular moment in time. So they become great prayers because you, as the person praying them, really um, it encourages you 
as you're praying and mm-hmm. gives you more language, more facets of thinking about what God is, might be saying to you. And then there's also the aspect that people have over time really been blessed by that same prayer. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and you've had testimony in that. Mm, definitely. Yes. Mm. Stormy yes. O'Martin oh, oh, mm, has yes. some good ones too. The power of the praying parent, the power of the praying wife, and then there's another one. I can't <laughs> the remember the third one. Husband. Husband, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some others about, you know, how to pray for your husband, how yeah. to pray for your children, how to, mm-hmm. how to, how to pray for yourself. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. are important too. Yes. Praying for ourselves. So there's an aspect in the a Book of Common Prayer, so what's used by the Episcopal Church in the United States, that there's a whole collection of uh, prayers in a set where it says we're praying for peace or we're praying for guidance, uh, praying for what you might pray before you receive Holy Communion. And not everybody knows that those are available in the prayer book where you, you might feel like, well, I don't know what to pray right now. But there's a whole section in there that kind of gives you a topic and a, a something for prodding you and guiding you and how to to talk with God. Um, So we want to encourage people just like these that we've already mentioned that, you know, you personally have been blessed by other collections, but Mm -hmm. we have what's in the the book of common prayer that really can bless us and encourage us. I know personally from the book of common prayer, I am really been touched by the uh, colics for the season. So like we just had the day of Pentecost, or right before that for the Ascension. And because they're so theologically rich, that's what really blesses me right now because it, it anchors me in the season, in the scripture, ways to uh, think about what Christ is doing for us, what the Spirit is doing for us, what the Father is doing for us in in the season. Um, and I know in the morning prayer, um, sets of prayers, that there's a section for a prayer for missions. And so that's also, in addition to those colleagues for the season, there's that prayer that you can come back day after day and pray. And because of something in your personal life or what you're reading in Scripture, that you can see something new in the prayer. God can reveal something more. Um, so I had that experience earlier today, and, and I just wanted to share this prayer. And then maybe we can uh, just talk among us, well, what do you hear in that today? Hmm. The prayer goes like this. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hardwood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. Well, I... Just today, I was really um, struck by thinking about Jesus and his arms stretched out. And I think that probably strikes me every time I come to this prayer. But um, I was just having in my thought life about Jesus' hands and the wounds in his hands. So to have that already in my thought and then to come to this prayer. I know um, as a, a celebrant for Holy Communion, there's a part of the prayer that my hands are already offered and stretched out, but then when I reach about he's, his arms being stretched out, then I usually mm-hmm. want to stretch mine as if they were on the hardwood of the cross that this prayer said. So um, just embracing his love for us, the fact that it says you stretched out your arms of love on the wood of the cross.
That's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is. So, oh, go ahead, Melissa. I was just going to say, I was reading this morning in Mark in my uh, Bible study that I do, and, um, you know, it was talking about to love your neighbor as yourself. So when you sent over this this morning, that immediately made me think of, you know, you know here Jesus has died such a brutal and horrible death mm -hmm. for our sins, and that, you know, thinking about, like, people that, you know, sometimes you struggle with like a forgiveness issue and just really having to let go of not having any unforgiveness in your heart, considering everything that he has sacrificed for us to have eternity with him and to cleanse us of our sins. So that was sort of my epiphany moment this mm -hmm. morning when I was reading your, your passage mm -hmm. and then had just read over Mark. So beautiful. I, um, I was thinking about reaching out our hands to those who don't know him mm -hmm. and how many encounters we probably have in our day or week, whatever, where we encounter people who don't know Jesus and how we can um, just reach ourselves out to them and mm -hmm. be kind, be open, be humble, be encouraging, um, always seek to speak words of encouragement to people and ways to just you know, be able to lift them up. And it's interesting that if we pray for God to use us, the divine appointments we'll have throughout our day. Mm -hmm. um, we can all tell different stories where we've had encounters. Um, and um, we think, wow, you know, I just... All I did was run into the store to pick up a loaf of bread and whatever, and I ran into this person and felt like the Lord wanted me to speak to them. You know, and it's 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 really amazing. It's just an opportunity to reach out, to reach out to those around us who are hurting. And we have our our prayer list that we pray um, at our healing service on Wednesdays, and we and our Order of Saint Luke continues to pray over them throughout the week. And there's so many people on that list. And just we're reaching out to them, not necessarily physically, but through our prayers. And to continue to lift them up before the Lord. And I think that's really important. And um, actually anticipate, anticipating seeing lives begin to change mm -hmm. for people that... Mm -hmm. You know, my prayers may seem simple or weak, or it may only be me, you know, think, well, we're just reading this list and saying names, but the power of prayer is much greater than that. It doesn't have to be a long oratory or eloquent prayer. It can just be, Jesus, please be with them today. Mm -hmm. Love them. Let them feel your presence. Let them feel your love. Um just meet them wherever they are. Mm -hmm. I found um, over the season from Ascension Day to the Day of Pentecost when the Anglican Communion was encouraging to pray for five people that do not know Jesus. Right, yes. Right? Mm -hmm. And so just to encourage all of us as you were just offering, Vicki, that like, step out in faith that when you offer a prayer before the Lord, God hears it. God is doing something that it might not be anything that you ever will see personally what's happening inside another individual but you have lifted their name before the lord and that's purposeful and meaningful as we have meant that we have said many times we've quoted francis mcnutt in our schools of healing prayer here and 
Christian Healing Ministries, um, Francis always said, um, if we fail to pray, we're 100% guaranteed that nothing's going to happen. <laughs> if we pray, we're 100% guaranteed that something will happen. Yes. So um, it's our choice. Do we pray or do we not pray? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. that to fail to pray means just, okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess for a person that doesn't know how to hope into that, because mm-hmm. I, I have run into people where that's emotionally hard to invest hope in that thought, right? Um, But then, I know you already, uh, Vicki had mentioned that we've had those divine appointments, but maybe there are some that don't realize that that's what's happened. Exactly. Right? Um, But that God is working in those ways to put you in a particular place at a right time to be there Mm -hmm. for somebody else. And we just, again, back to the, the idea that cherish that, realize that that is the way that God works. That is God being with you and showing his presence through you to be there for somebody else. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's how I build the hope into knowing that, oh, okay, if he puts all these other little puzzle pieces together, he certainly is doing something when I lift a prayer up for this person Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like this can't be doing anything. But yes, it does. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> very much does. And one day, <laughs> one day we may or may not know, but, mm-hmm. you know, at least we're doing our part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Scripture says, whatever we pray, believing that God hears us and he answers that prayer. And that's the Scripture according to Vicki. I mean, that's just my <laughs> my version. My, you know, that mm-hmm. certainly is my interpretation of it. So I always think about... Um, when I haven't necessarily seen an answer to prayer, you know, I think, well, we prayed. And Scripture says, whatever you pray, believe. And we did that, and mm-hmm. let's believe that God heard. And eventually, I will begin to see whatever it was come to pass. Mm-hmm. But um, that's where that faith is. You know, we have to just um, hold on to it, stand on it, and uh, might not turn out the way that we expect it to, but it um is still God answering our prayer. Mm-hmm. And something good will come out of the situation. I have a friend recently who told me she was diagnosed with cancer and her family had been quite estranged. And she said, cancer has brought my family back together again. And she said, I'm I'm grateful I can find gratitude in my heart to the Lord that in this dark illness that you know was brought to our family God has still worked and has joined us back together again Mm -hmm. so and I know she's been praying for that for years Mm -hmm. I mean that wasn't the way she wanted it that wasn't the way she wanted it absolutely but but God has worked but God has worked it out Mm -hmm. as you were sharing it um just I started to think about James five and the if we're faithful in offering the prayer, like that's what we're asked to do. Mm-hmm. But then we're also encouraged to share it with others to for it not to be just your private personal experience, but for it to be a common prayer, right? And just the beauty of what we have in the Book of Common yes. Prayer that it's really about bringing everybody together to pray together, uh, so that when we have the prayer of confession, it's in the language it's talking about that we are confessing before the Lord. Um, and then this prayer of mission, uh, so clothe us in your spirit so that we understand this is a collective 
journey that we are not right. individuals, but we are part of a movement. And the so, body of Christ. Yes. So the power of prayer in that, of joining together with others. Um, I feel like I want to just do the second half of this prayer um, to, to soak it in for a moment so that we've already acknowledged Jesus' saving embrace, but so clothe us in your spirit. And right there, I can just pause right there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, okay, I'm going to put on Christ right now. Clothe us in your spirit and his presence with us, that we reaching forth our hands in love, as you were pointing out, Vicki, that that's what Jesus has done for us, then invites us to reach out our hands that may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. So all of us working together and the power of that, paying attention to Jesus and his spirit working in us, that then he helps us to extend our hands in love. And more and more that we do that, that we see that, oh, it's just not me and I don't have to do this myself, but I get strength through knowing Christ is empowering me, but Christ is empowering you, Melissa. Christ is empowering you, Vicki, and that we're all doing this together for Christ's name, right? Correct. And the beauty of that, so that we're praying that, we're acting upon it, we're believing in it. Mm -hmm. That's the glory of, the joy of this world, Mm -hmm. of being able to serve him in that way. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you both for conversation. I hope that this has blessed people, and I feel like we should have a prayer as we close, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are truly grateful for the ways that you call us to be your child and that you give us the gift of Jesus who has died for us, died for our sins, and redeemed us. For those of us who say yes to Jesus as Lord and Savior, and that we then receive the gift of your spirit who dwells in us, empowers us, encourages us, helps us, challenges us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, comfort and guide in ways that you help us each day and that you inspire us to keep loving you and serving you and loving neighbor and reaching out our hands to embrace others, to encourage them. And we thank you for this gift of prayer, this power of prayer, that we can have a voice before you and that you hear us. So we pray for others that are hearing this podcast, that they would be encouraged, that they would be drawn toward you. They would be drawn to praise your name and to grow in strength and and knowledge of who you are in their lives. We pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.